0: It's time for Cerrito Live on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Live from the legendary Sports 56 studios at Flynn Broadcasting in Memphis. Here's your host, Kevin Cerrito.
1: Greetings and salutations. We are live from high atop Mount Moriah. On this game day, Saturday, I'm your host Kevin Strito. Joined on the other side of the glass, we've got CJ Hurt, the king of crunch, and Drew, who, as we mentioned last week, is now officially replacing Johnny Radio, who is no longer with us. And I apologize. I've kind of I'm, I'm a little stuffed up. I'm a little stuffed up. Can you tell CJ?
2: Yeah, I can tell. You told me you were allergic to Golden State. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah,
1: <laughs> I am. But the show must go on. If if Mike Conley can play with his mask, I can host a show with my allergy to the Golden State Warriors. Ever since hanging with Mr. Cooper, I've been allergic to the Golden State Warriors.
2: How how can you call out this week? You brought that up the other day when we talked. How could you call out of work this week for any type of illness or ailment when Mike Conley is playing with a broken face?
1: You can't. You can't. Like You can't call your boss and say, your boss will be like, Wait, is your face broken? busted or you just, you just can't do it. But hey, uh, speaking of that, Mr. Cooper, we need to get him as a guest since we're playing the Golden State Warriors. Grizz versus Golden State Warriors. How come we have not booked Mr. Cooper, the former Golden State superstar and turned uh, excellent teacher in Oakland, California on Friday nights? Why don't we have
2: him? Can we get Raven Simone also?
1: We have the whole cast. We'll reunite the cast of Hanging with Mr. Cooper next week.
2: Holly Robinson Pete. I'm
1: down with that. All right, but here's who we do have on the show today. Uh, coming up a little bit later on, Brian Finley from Channel 24 uh, will join us for our new segment, our TV timeout segment. Every week we're going to be joined by somebody uh, from your TV sports. And as well, we've got oh from Three Shades of Blue. We're continuing. This is a three-part series. This is part two today. Josh Coleman from Three Shades of Blue, the show that now comes on before us, will join us to talk a little Grizzlies. And, of course, we'll have a moment with Marcus. We'll play Hang Up and Listen, where you can win tickets to Playhouse on the Square, which is a great idea for your – if you are trying to if you still need a gift for your mother, you can win it today, right now on the show, or take your mom to Playhouse on the Square tomorrow. Just bring her to the play at Playhouse on the Square. But we're, we're going to kick off the show like we've been doing throughout the entire playoffs, that is, with Kevin Leip from the Memphis Flyer, and he joins us right now. What's up, Light?
3: How's it going?
1: It's going pretty good. It's game day. Here we are. The one of the most anticipated home games in franchise history today. I wouldn't call it the the biggest. Maybe it is the biggest. I don't know. Let's talk about that. Is this the biggest? Is this the the most anticipated home game in franchise history?
3: Uh, it might be. It might be. I, I'm trying to think of what would be a bigger one. Uh, I'm looking. at that yeah. was an elimination game. Um. Oklahoma I don't know City game 6 in 2011 Spurs game 6. Uh, I would think elimination games would be more anticipated. Quite
1: yeah, quite possibly, and even game 7, the most disappointing game in franchise history maybe. That game that at-home game 7 against the Clippers which should have been a closeout game but wasn't. The first game 7 in Memphis sports history. Uh that was pretty well anticipated but did not have a, a, a very good ending. Yeah, and, and there was some cool anticipation going even to Game Three of Grizz Spurs in 2011 after the first playoff win. You know, finally the team's coming back, one-one uh, in that series. There was some anticipation, but this one's pretty big. It's been a while.
3: I guess Game Three of the Conference Finals was probably that was probably big too. a bigger deal. Yeah, Conference you know, you Finals. Like, you know, you're coming down Linden or Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. Right. I, I still follow Linden. I think everybody still follows in Uh And coming down Linden, then you see the giant, uh, like cable bridge where ESPN has has so many trucks. Uh, yeah. They've built a bridge over the street to get their video feed out of the building. That was uh, that. That made it pretty clear. Like we we're on a different playing field now. That was just a very different vibe in the building. I think it was a little bit nervous, uh, but anticipation wise, that that might have been bigger.
1: Yeah, that was that was big and so we're making the list this may be a top five but maybe not because with Western Conference Finals Game 3 in 2011 was really the birth of Grizz Nation right because not everybody was on the bandwagon yet and it's that Shea Battier shot in Game 1 of that series that started getting people to believe uh, going into Game 3 so I think there's more Grizzlies fans in the city today than there were in 2011 so that kind of knocks that one down from its anticipation level a little bit Game 6 versus the Clips it had just such a disappointing result and so yeah, we're well, up there. I meant
3: the one where they, uh, the one where they knocked him out, where Zebo and yeah. Chris Paul got ejected.
1: Yeah, you got the game six there, and the game in the game six uh, against the the Spurs were both pretty big games. So we're we're kind of this is kind of up there. So it's just, we'll say we'll just say top five most anticipated games in franchise history tonight. Which get and it, it got me thinking this because you were asking the other day this game the other day how big is it compared to. History. I mean, it's a very recent history now. Tuesday night, Mike Conley's performance, a game the Grizzlies were not supposed to win, and they go in and they win it, and they win it with Mike Conley, uh, wearing a mask and a heroic performance, one of the greatest performances in Memphis sports history we got to witness the other night. Where do you, where are you ranking that all the time? as where, since we're ranking stuff right now.
3: Uh, I don't, I don't know that it was the biggest win in franchise history. I think, um, you know, going back to 2011, I think maybe that first playoff win in San Antonio might have been the biggest win. Um, just because it was, it was such a, um, like a breaking of the curse, it felt like. Um, right. But it, it's, it's up there. You know, I mean, no one expects, I don't think anyone still expects the Grizzlies to win this series. Um, a lot of people had this, the Warriors winning in four or five. Uh, and the people who said five figured the Grizzlies would win one of the home games, um, you know. And and there they were. Mike Conley showed up. Nobody thought. Nobody, including me, thought he was going to play very well. Uh And he scored twenty-two points and had a broken face. And the Grizzlies right. knocked off the Warriors in in Oakland. I mean, that just doesn't happen. It's their third home loss all year. Um, it was the first game that the Warriors lost all year long, where their opponent was under a hundred points. Um just just crazy. I mean it was just an unprecedented win.
1: Right. I think if you look back, we're trying biggest win, it's definitely not the biggest one. It was a very surprising win on Tuesday night. It was an awesome win and it's prob it's probably top 2 road playoff win in franchise history. But you look at the even beating Oklahoma City in game 1 back in the day uh Was was big, but this one, I guess, if they if the Grizzlies end up winning the series, I think it'll add to the lore of this game for sure. But looking back at that Battier shot, go back to two thousand eleven. We didn't think the whole time you are watching that game, you are not expecting the Grizzlies to win, right? Or like, oh my goodness, you might be thinking and they might win this game, but you just were still so just worn out from being swept every year that you just didn't really believe Memphis until that Battier shot, which is probably the best shot in, in Grizzlies postseason franchise history.
3: Uh, it's either that shot or it's the Zebo three um, that over Duncan that that iced the series. I mean, that, right. the the best shot in franchise history clearly happened during that season. It's one of those two shots. Right. Um, but you know, um, I I don't know about you. I didn't expect the Grizzlies to win uh, game two, even when they were up ten with a minute left to play. I just feared <laughs> that Steph Curry was going to hit a bunch of threes and and that was going to be it. That the comeback was coming. I think. You're right. I think a majority of Grizzlies fans. Uh, you know, just I guess because we're Memphians or some, something like that. Uh, expected the other shoe to drop and expected that game to uh, to fall apart. We weren't supposed to be there. You know. Right. Um, I, I think I think only the the most delusional of fans thought uh, even at, you know at halftime when the Grizzlies were up at halftime that that, that game was over and the Grizzlies were going to win it.
1: Oh no! I I remember talking to people on Monday night uh, about that game. I just like, I because like, if because if, if we thought if Conley was going to play, yeah, he he would maybe be able to be better than Nick Kalathis, but he wasn't going to be All Star lever Mike Conley, which he was. So
3: yeah, he was.
1: And now we're it look was... yeah we're looking at this where we're at in the series. Uh, it's tied one one. Game three is tonight, and there's that staggering stat of the importance of tonight's game. That seventy six percent of the time the team that wins game three wins the series.
3: Yeah, yeah. The NBA, NBA PR tweeted that out yesterday. In in one one series, the winner of game three wins the series seventy six percent of the time. This is a this is uh I don't think it's a, it's any surprise to anybody that this is the most important game of the year. Uh until the grizzlies really make it to the next round, you know. I mean this right. is, they gotta win this game. Uh this is this is not You don't, you don't want to give up the first home game, um, to the Warriors because then, then they're gonna, they're gonna know what they have to do in game four and they can take game four. This is still a very potent offense, um, with some, some guys who can really fill up the bucket and they're still a really good defensive team, um, that tonight is a must win.
1: Kevin Leib's joining us from the Memphis Flyer. He joins us every week in the 11 o'clock hour to talk about the Memphis Grizzlies. You can read his stuff. In the Memphis Flyer and at MemphisFlyer.com on the Beyond the Arc blog. He also has a podcast, the Beyond the Arc uh, podcast. You could check out on your favorite podcast provider. I think this it, to me, I, it, you're looking at this, and I'm I'm kind of, we're all excited. It, it's all set up to be an awesome game tonight, right? the The crowd is going to be off the hook, and the, the they're on top of it with the promotions, the the towels, and everything. But there has never been more important to win a game at home, I don't think. Not just today, but the Grizzlies can't lose at home in this series because they cannot win another one in Golden State, can they? Can they go back to Oakland and win another game? That's that's a team that lost two times at home. Two times. The entire season. They're not going to lose two times in one series to the same team, are they?
3: Uh, yeah, you, you know, you don't want to put yourself in a situation where you have to win one there. Um, they, they can win there. I think. I think the fact that they won the one that they did proves that they can win there, uh, because there wasn't anything magical that happened to Golden State uh, that that made them lose. They just got their butt handed to them. Um, so you know, I think that I think that they can win there, but they definitely want to avoid being in a situation where they have to win one there, uh, even in Game Seven. Um you just, you, you don't want to have to depend on going into that place and winning, winning a game. The odds are just not in your favor. Um so it, you, uh, if you're the Grizzlies, you stole home court advantage. Uh, it's a five game series now in which the Grizzlies have home court advantage and you wanna, you wanna just hang on to that. That's all you have to do. It does, you can, you can play Nick Calaitis and Jordan Adams 47 minutes in game five if you want to. Just win these home games.
1: Right. Win at home and then the Grizzlies win it. But if they don't, then you're gonna to have to do something that the entire NBA, you're gonna to have to do just as good as the entire NBA, which is beat the Warriors twice at home.
3: Yeah.
1: And the entire season. Well, you're season.
3: already halfway
1: there. Yeah, halfway <laughs> there, yeah. That's that is true. So but and again, we half jokingly said it last week, but they were due a loss. They they were due a loss at home. I mean, they were just like their record is only losing two games at home is is just is just not something that happens. So
3: yeah, and you know they had the MVP celebration before, and that's always distracting when you've got to stop your routine and, and give a speech and all that kind of stuff. But and, and that is distracting. I don't I don't discount that, and and that's not the first time we've seen you know somebody get the MVP and then lose the game. I think the most the most famous example in history is when David Robinson got the MVP award and then Hakeem Olajuwon like basically <laughs> drew drew and quartered him on the basketball court for the next forty eight minutes, but. Um, <laughs> You know, it, it happens. Um, but I do, I, I, I don't want to discount the fact that the Grizzlies, you know, won that game. that the, the Warriors right. did not blow that
1: game. True. That's true. But again, well, we're still, as we talked about last series, which we really didn't get a Zebo game in that Portland series. But we are going to have a, you got to think the Grizzlies are playing against the MVP. So at some point, Seth Curry's probably going to play like the MVP. Or maybe he won't. Maybe the Grizzlies' defense is that good. But he's going to have to play uh, like the MVP at some point, right?
3: Yeah, it's both. I mean, the, the Grizzlies defense is that good, uh, and it doesn't matter. I think we're going to have at least one game in this series where, where Thompson and Curry combine for 70 or 80 points. I mean, it's just, that's that's what happens when you play these guys. And if you play them in a seven-game series, they're going to do that at least once. Um, but, you know, we also haven't had a Zebo game in this series. We haven't right. had a Mark Gasol game in this series. Uh, we've basically only had a Mike Conley game. So, you know... And Tony Allen game, the you know the Tony Allen game of all time. But <laughs> you know, it, one of these home games needs to be a Zebo game, and one of them needs to be a Gasol game. You need you need Zebo to do his you know twenty and fifteen thing, uh, and to you know, pulverize Draymond Green. Uh, and then you need you need a game where Gasol comes out and scores thirty points.
1: And, ho- and hopefully those games maybe match up in the same game in which Steph Curry has his game. And we'll have two all stars, one on each team, going after. It. But okay, we've uh, does this change your pick at all? So the Grizz, because we both picked uh, Warriors and six. Are you changing your pick? Do you believe Memphis now, or are you still? It's just again, if you lose at home, at any of these three home games, you got to win them all. If you lose one of them, it's going to be tough to win that second one in, in Oakland.
3: I think it's going to go. I think it's going to go six or seven games now, uh, and I am not. I'm nowhere near as solid on my pick of the Warriors to win the series. Now, I think the Grizzlies have made it, uh, the Grizzlies have made it even, and I want to see what they do tonight. Uh, and, and they, they really have a chance to win this series. I don't, I don't, I don't think anyone outside of the city of Memphis expected them to be able to do this. Um, but here they are. You know, that's, um, that's, that's how they do the, that's how they do their best work when, when nobody thinks that they're going to do anything.
1: All right. Let's turn our attention uh, to tonight. Then it is Game Three at FedEx Forum. Grizz Warriors tied up one-one. Mike Conley back. They've got so the Memphis vs. Everybody Grout towels, which I have been championing for on on this show and on Twitter for a couple of months now. So yes, you can you can thank me for those grout towels and the guy who came up with the Memphis vs. Everybody uh, sweatshirt idea. And I'm still
3: waiting on the uh, still waiting on the, the Zach Randolph, I'll beat your ass grout towels. Oh yeah, that's well, what I'm waiting
1: <laughs> on. <laughs> that's on that's on the list of growl towels we, we may never see. I think that's one of them. <laughs> that's definitely there needs to be the separate line of growl that they will never make that uh, somebody just makes them because there's bootleg shirts, right? And then there's bootleg yeah. masks going into tonight's game. That's what's so exciting is that the Grizzlies are giving away masks and they're giving away the grout towels. But everybody's like been making their own mask or giving away their own mask the past couple of days. So we're gonna have a bunch of bootleg shirts with people wearing bootleg masks uh,
3: tonight at, uh, at the forum. It's gonna be like WrestleMania tonight. I mean, I think it will be. <laughs> I think this is gonna be one of the rowdiest home games in history. I think. I think Draymond Green, uh, is gonna, is gonna feel like the biggest heel in wrestling history. <laughs> it's gonna be, um, it's gonna be a very Memphis, Memphis night, you know? I think that Golden State obviously, uh, tells, uh, every announcer on every national network won't shut up about how loud the arena is, but it's, it's loud, but it's kind of polite, you know? Um, and uh, fortunately or unfortunately, depending on how you look at it, um, the FedEx Forum is not is not a polite, loud crowd. Uh, that we may not have the exact same decibel level as they do, though. I do think that it's probably comparable. Uh, but it's definitely going to be definitely going to be drunker. It's definitely going to be right. uh, <laughs> Memphiser, and it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting tonight.
1: It's it really is in our DNA. the The wrestling that's in our DNA is uh, heel versus face, and so you boo, and you're you're you do not like. The heel and Memphis fans treat the heel like they're Andy Kaufman at the Mid South Coliseum, and they'll do it again today. And it's it's it'll, it'll be fascinating. I think the weather. Look, I mean, right now you look out your window; it's very gloomy out. It's a perfect uh, weather day for the debut of Mike Conley in his mask. It's a very Tim Burton Batman esque type of weather outside right now.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm actually <laughs> outside right now. That's uh, all the horrible noise you hear is the the airplanes coming in under the clouds. So. <laughs>
1: So I I think uh, it's it's gonna be a perfect uh, debut for for Mike in his in his mask, and yeah. So b- before I let you go, we've got to talk about some of these. The, so far in the series, and so far we're remembering it obviously for the Mike Conley mask game, and that is uh, his performance is just awesome. But you've, we also have got to give kudos to Tony Allen because both games. Well, game one was. A game we want to forget and nobody wants to really talk about game one. The one highlight was Tony Allen walking out in front of all those kids that were dancing.
3: <laughs> and definitely the performance.
1: Right. <laughs> and and shaking hands with that kid. So Tony Allen had the highlight in game one and in game two he really if it wasn't for Mike Conley, he would have had the highlight in game two for Grizz fans, right?
3: Yeah, I mean Tony Allen played better than Mike Conley in game two. Mike Conley's just you know because he had a broken face and wasn't even supposed to be playing. Uh, he, he made himself into a legend. But, you know, Tony Allen, if you watch the highlights from that game of some of the things Tony Allen did, that's, that's probably the best he's ever defended somebody the way that he, uh, basically just abused Clay Thompson, uh, for, for every second he was on the floor. I mean, it, that, we haven't seen him do that since he annihilated Kevin Durant last year in the playoffs. Um, it was just, just incredible. I mean, I, the one that sticks out to me the most, uh, well, in addition to the fact that some genius, uh, realized that Tony Allen was the guy they needed to mic up on the Grizzlies, <laughs> um, which that guy needs to, whoever made that decision needs a bonus. Um, uh, and I hope that he's mic'd up for the rest of the series. Um, you know, that's it's talking about, talking about him being mic'd up. I think people that don't sit really close at Grizzlies games, like, you know, who aren't in the press seats or who aren't courtside or whatever, you, you may not realize this, but Tony Allen, Tony Allen has been walking around yelling first team all defense all season long. He has not stopped. Every time he makes a play, he, he, he says first team all defense. He, he says it, he says it at the scores table, says it walking around. That's, that's not a thing that just happened in game two. He's been, he's been doing that all year long. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad the whole world got, uh, let in on that little bit of, 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 you know, Tony Allen's kind of crazy, I and mean, it was awesome.
1: And they've got those T-shirts they already sell it at the Forum. am sure they're going to sell out of those. If that's not the Grizz item of the day, those those uh, first-team defense shirts they have for Tony Allen uh, in, in the Grizz den. So when he, when he got mic'd up, I'm like, this Tony Allen – if you're making a reality show about a Memphian, who are you making it of? Are you making a Tony Allen reality show? Is he the number one pick right now? Because you look at, it, we've got some eccentric folks to pick from. I mean, you got Prince Mongo. You've got like, which one would get the better ratings? Which one would be more fascinating? Mongo- well, I Prince-
3: think Tony's a pretty. I think Tony's a pretty normal guy when he's not playing basketball. <laughs> you know, I, everything I've, I've from talking to Tony and you know, hearing him on the radio, watching that he did that Fox Sports right. driven show. Yeah, um, he seems like a pretty normal guy. I mean, just. It's something about the, uh, it's it's the same thing that people say about Russell Westbrook, you know, like when he gets on the basketball court, something happens to him. And, uh, in in Westbrook's case, he turns into a jerk. Um, (laughs) And in Tony Allen's case, he just turns into uh, a crazy uh, lunatic who is determined to, to keep Clay Thompson from having the basketball. And that's it doesn't matter how he does it. it, doesn't matter um you know nothing matters other than keeping Clay Thompson from getting the basketball and if he has the basketball to take it from him and that's um he just he turns into a a a a maniac basically on the basketball court.
1: <laughs> All right, we're, we're wrapping things up with with Kevin Leip. We're previewing uh, the Grizz game tonight. It is going to be exciting. It's going to be pandemonium at FedEx Forum. I've got an idea. So they're giving out the mask, and they've got the growl towels. Is there a way that we can uh, – because it, uh, it happened organically, I guess, when people started holding the growl towels up more as signs instead of waving them as flags. But I think we really should use them tonight as capes, right, as superhero capes to go with your mask.
3: That'd be good. Uh, you know, I got home from I got home from Portland Game Five, and uh, I pulled out my laptop that I was using at the game. I pulled it out to to start, you know, working on my article, and it was covered in yellow lint. So um, <laughs> I thought that was I thought that was really cool. I thought that that meant people were getting their mileage out of the grout towels. But yeah, it was. Uh, we need we need to to figure out some other things to do with them other than flap them around. And I, I love holding them up. I think that's very. Um, Especially, it, 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 it you know that's kind of the defiance of this Grizzlies team and and the defiance of Memphis in general. It's like, look, you have to pay attention to us. Uh, right. We're going to win this series, whether you want us to or not. You have to pay attention to us. You have to you have to look at this towel. You know, right. It's it's. Um, <laughs> I think that's a really cool thing.
1: Waving it, waving the towels, it helps add to the noise of the atmosphere, but holding them up somehow elicits the, the emotion just from the crowd and from the players. You can, you get goosebumps when that happens. Like that's more of an emotional thing to do versus the, the loudness and the, like you're going crazy and going bonkers when you're waving, waving the towel. So they're, they're both, they both work depending on what, what time of the game and what moment is it. Uh, so, so that it, it should it should be awesome tonight. Draymond Green, of course, uh, will get booed constantly every time he touches the ball. Right? I mean,
3: yeah, uh, he's, yeah, he's he's. I just hope somebody. I just hope nobody throws anything at him. <laughs> I
1: hope not too. I mean, I
3: do think it would be funny if he uh, like tries to walk through the Grannies and Grandpas performance. Oh, you that know? would be perfect, and and somebody decks him <laughs> like some old lady just punches him. They've got to have somebody. be perfect.
1: They've got to have somebody walk through the grannies and grandpas tonight. Just somebody uh-huh. wearing a a jersey of Golden State. That can be a plant or something.
3: Yeah, and then Grizz can come out and you know beat him up, beat him up. Or uh, something, I hope we other. see more. I hope we see more like body slamming through tables and and that kind of stuff. The, the wrestling. Uh, aspect of the in-game promotion stuff. They're they're never going to be able to do too much of that, for my taste. I think I, I'm not even a big wrestling guy, and I just think it's awesome. It's it's who we are as a city. It's our heritage. Um, it's it's a big part of our culture here, and I think it's awesome.
1: I, I couldn't agree more with you all on that one. It's going to be tough for them to top. It's still it's tough for them to top the the jumping off the ladder thing and it. And I've mentioned it in, in our interview with Bongo Lady a couple weeks ago, like. They're gonna have to have Bongo Lady jump off the ladder. I mean, there's more like there's only so much you can do uh, to keep one up in yourself because the jumping off the ladder through a table is this extreme and awesome wrestling moment you can do. You can do. So we'll 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 see what they're able to to pull out. I know, I've got I trust in the promotion teams. They've done a good job. We've got the masks. We've got Grizz versus Everybody. Uh, growl towels or Everybody. Do I have to pronounce it Everybody every time?
3: I think that's I think that's up to you, that's a personal decision. And who decided to spell the it lifestyle with? choice?
1: Who decided to spell it with 3 R's?
3: Uh the whoever made the, the t-shirt that they were selling. That's it. the um, I wonder if they even uh, they probably didn't even ask those people if they could do that but uh it doesn't matter.
1: Th- yeah, it does it's happening today. I bet they did. I bet they reached out to them in some way and and got got uh some they I don't think they had to get permission but they needed to have the endorsement and the the support. All right, so game three tonight. Wear your bootleg mask. If not, you'll get your own and, and get the growl towel. I will see you there live at FedEx Forum tonight. Can't wait.
3: Yep, I will be there. All
1: right, thanks. That's Kevin Light from Memphis Flyer. Follow him on Twitter at Flyer for live tweets tonight and all the time. That's Flyer Grisblog with just one Z. On the greatest blog. If you want to get in touch with the show today, you can tweet me at Cerrito. You can tweet CJ at Conradicalness. You can tweet Drew at, what is your Twitter number? I need to put it on my list. DBarrett36. DBarrett36. You can follow me on Instagram at Kevin Cerrito. i have live Instagrams from the games tonight. Uh, I'm also, uh, you can find us on Snapchat now. We're the first show that went on Snapchat, Cerrito Live on Snapchat. And on Facebook, you can search for Cerrito Live. You can email us, live at gmail.com. You can text us at 67129. That's the text line here, 67129. Text 56JOIN if you've never texted the show before. And then at noon, we'll take your phone calls. Journey, hang up and listen at 360 That's 888 if you're calling from a pay phone. All right, we'll take a quick timeout. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk some more Gris. Yeah, it's a Gristastic. Show today. You're listening to Cerrito Live, a real sports talk, Sports 56 and 87.7 FM.
0: Tune in for some hard fashion with John Harden and David Basham. Weekday afternoons from 1 to 3. Only on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Welcome back to Cerrito Live. Here once again is Kevin Cerrito. Ow!
1: Welcome back. Thanks for making us a part of your Game 3 Saturday. If you ever miss a portion of the show, you can catch the podcast at CerritoLive.com or for free on iTunes. Subscribe there. You can also listen to Drew and CJ's podcast. Or is it CJ and Drew's podcast? I don't know. It's called Playing Hurt. It's got CJ's name in it. We'll go, Drew. All right, Drew and CJ's podcast. It's on the Cerrito <laughs> Live feed. And while you're there, you can subscribe to the I Love Memphis podcast as well. I host that every month or sometimes twice a month, like right now, with Holly Whitfield from the I Love Memphis blog the new one, live from the Tennessee Brewery. We've been doing the podcast live from the Tennessee Brewery downtown for the Brewery Revival. We had on this week, Bongo Lady and Rick Trotter, both friends of this show, stopped in as we did a all-Grizz edition. Grizz fever spreading like wildfire in this town this time of year. So it was all-Grizz edition of that. So if you want to check that out, go to com or subscribe to the I Love Memphis Podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcast provider and if you're looking for something to listen to before you listen to this show every week, we have a new lead in here on Sports 56. It is the uh three SOB show, Three Shades of Blue Radio. And from that show right now, Josh Coleman's joining us in studio. What's up, Josh?
4: Oh not much, man. Just uh you know ready to get get through the rest of this day so we can get down
1: to the grindhouse tonight. This is part two of our series of getting all three SOBs on the show in in three weeks. We'll see if if Jonathan May can can honor that that third part next week.
4: No, he's, you know he's got these commitments. You know, family, Mother's Day. I don't, I don't really understand
1: that. I mean, it's, we're
4: doing radio here,
2: man. Mother's
1: Day is tomorrow. Yeah,
2: he hasn't honored his commitment to the Playing Hurt podcast because we've had two SOBs and we're waiting on him for the trifecta. You know, CJ, I've told you I will fill in for him and I'll I will even do the Jonathan May voice if necessary. Oh, next week. Oh, <laughs> can I hear that voice right now?
4: No, <laughs> no, I got to make sure he's listening before I do it. So.
1: But, okay, so the the 3SOB radio show, it's been on for about a year, and you guys are a little over a year now, and, or how long have you been on?
4: That's been a year and a half now. It started Isn't the it beginning of last season, yeah, oh, back, in, back in October of uh, 2013.
1: But you just moved to a new time slot, so you've come on at 9 now.
4: Yeah, on from 9 to 11, we're on from 8 to 10, and uh, quite frankly, that extra hour of sleep makes all the difference in the world.
1: It's like a permanent daylight savings time type of a thing for you guys on Saturdays. Yeah, it's
4: beautiful, and uh, you know, I, I know we've had uh, quite a few people mention the fact that, uh, hey, we've got a lot more energy at the beginning of the show now, so imagine that.
1: That, yeah, that is good. So you guys are now on from 9 to 11. Now, has it come up yet when somebody asks you, what time are you on? I am just cuz I'm just thinking like what do you say ever does it come up like uh eh, this same 9 to 11 and like I can I can't remember that I can't remember that and you're like just remember the worst day in American uh, history. You know, do, you, do you do you ever say that to help people you, remember what time you're no, on? No, usually
4: what I tell them <laughs> is they say, I can't remember. Say, give me your number. I will text you that morning and, okay. and, and make sure that you know. I'll, I'll set a permanent alarm on your phone. That way you can't ever forget.
1: Okay, so not so. no reference to being the time slot. Sounds like the worst day in American history. No, I'll try to avoid that as much as possible. As you should. As you should. Okay, Josh Coleman for 3 Shades. You can follow him on Twitter uh, at 3SOB, right? Yes, that's right. How did you get to have that name and nobody else?
4: Because I was very early on into it. Uh, back when uh, back when I actually started the blog back in oh seven, I was one of the first people to get on Twitter as far as you know like basketball Twitter, and so all the good names were still out there. You know that's why you know I've, I've got friends that uh, that snapped up talk hoops and basketball talk and all these. Oh, great, those cool cool. Yeah, yeah, so you know just like anything else, you get in early, you get the good stuff.
1: All right, Josh Coleman joining us, and you can listen to Three Shades of Blue Radio every Saturday right before us. They go off at eleven o'clock. Uh, we're getting people tweeting at us, uh, Drew, CJ. We might need to get some research on this, but they're saying there's a leak at FedEx Forum that's being reported on SportsCenter. But it's expected to be repaired before tonight. That um, a leak at the forum? That's sounds like something that would have happened at the old Bass Pro Shop when they played there. But
4: well, I mean, all they need to do is get Tony Allen down there. He's the guy who shuts the water off, right?
1: Right. And it's yeah, get him down there. I don't know. I don't know if he's. He's going to help, but anyway, that's a report we're coming in from Sports Center. We'll check that out. I haven't seen it. We have the the ESPN uh, on in here, but I have not seen them talking about that. If we hear anything on this broadcast, we will, we will let you know. Oh, so is your opinion changed of the series right now, Josh? I mean, or were you? What was your prediction beforehand? Uh, my prediction
4: was uh, was actually Grizzlies in seven, and you know a lot of people said there's no way you're winning a game seven. You know, in Oakland at the right. Roar, at the Roar, Arena is like they like to call their their you know place, but quite frankly. The Grizzlies are one of the few teams that actually matched up with Golden State. And, you know, we didn't get to see it as much in the regular season because of the injuries that we were dealing with. You know, uh, no Mike Conley, no Tony Allen in in two of those games. But Memphis is one of the few teams that can match up with them and and slow down those just explosive two guards they have in Steph Curry and Clay Thompson.
1: Well, yeah. So this win the other night helps your pick, I guess. It does.
4: It does. Because I honestly didn't expect them to win either of the first two games. I didn't think Mike Conley was going to play until they got back to Memphis tonight.
1: But how like you're one of the people who may be wrong based on if the Grizzlies do win the series. To me, I don't think they're winning it in seven. I think they're winning it in six right. now. Because so you could be wrong on the number of games. Right. I just find it so difficult because the Grizzlies are going to have to do something that the entire NBA as a collective unit could not do, or just barely did. They got to do the exact same thing, which is win two games. In Golden State. That's if they lose. That's if they lose to get to sure. the game seven. They got to defend the home court. It's it's very important. And this team hasn't acted like it's been. Very, you know, home court was very important, or at least post All Star break, right? So many right. bad home losses this year.
4: Yeah, and and you look at it, and especially all the the blowout losses that they had. You know, whether it was the the Clippers coming in or even Golden State coming in and and Clay Thompson just going absolute bananas. You know, for uh, for a half of that game. But you know, again, that was regular season playoffs are a different animal and, and we're starting to right. see that oh yeah you know absolutely. Uh, you look at that that uh, houston uh, la clippers series right now and you're kind of seeing the same thing to where well, houston was great all year and then all of a sudden you know even without chris paul the clippers are out there just you know waylaying them just put having them at their mercy
1: okay so your your show the the three sob show you guys are are the fans you get it from the fan perspective right right
4: i mean you know for all intents and purposes the grizzlies as an organization they treat us like media I mean you know we've we've had a good relationship with them over the last six seven years but we are still fans that's one of the reasons you know Jonathan and I, we sit in our own seats you know we've got season tickets because I, I can't I can't keep the excitement down I, I can't not cheer for the team so I don't sit on media
1: row right well you don't get to hang out with me in life then well this is true <laughs> But, okay, so from the fan perspective, I get uh, super excited about obviously all the cool wrestling stuff they do during the game, but also the giveaways. I mean, the fans are stoked tonight. You're going to the game, you've got the Memphis versus everybody Grout House, which doesn't say Grizzlies versus everybody, it says Memphis versus everybody, which is cool. Uh, And then you've got the mask as well. So, where are you ranking this all time? Like, this as far as giveaways tonight because you you got season tickets.
4: Yeah, I you know for me I'm going with the best towel that they've put out so far. And again, I, I love the we don't bluff. I love the alternating grit and grind. You know the all heart grit and grind ones that they've done over the years. But Memphis versus everybody, that's
1: you think that's it's the best towel. Okay,
4: I, I think that's the best towel just because it, it is such a, a you know a galvanizing thing for the entire city.
1: Yeah, um, and I I think you may be right. And it may be in because we have grit and grind fatigue, but that was really creative and smart to do the grit and grind one. It but the, the fatigue setting in, like maybe when we look back in twenty years we'll be yeah. like, that was a great idea.
4: Now the mask, I, I love the idea. I love the fact that they're going to do something like that for the fans. Yeah. But I mean I it probably doesn't even make top three for this season. Not with right. not with the Zebo bow ties that they had and yes. my personal favorite, the the best giveaway they've ever done, the Grizzlies Championship belts. Because, you know, as you've mentioned, obviously, you know, I know your show revolves a lot around Memphis's wrestling history. Memphis is a wrestling town, period.
1: And, yeah, that belt... uh, That's nice. we got to pull that clip. But the... um, Yeah, the belt is still, to me, the coolest one. I don't have it. I'm trying to to think of which ones I didn't get are probably the best ones, because usually I can end up getting... Because as media, we don't get them. That's another reason for you to use your tickets. The the ones I end up with are are probably not as cool. But, yeah, I did not get a Z-Bow tie, and I get a wrestling belt... And you go back to even season one. I'm thinking like the the Elvis bobblehead to me is one of the coolest giveaways they ever had.
4: All the bobbleheads they did. And I've I've talked to you know some of the guys in the front of the office to see if if there's a possibility of them bringing those back because I know so many people loved them. And you know they they say well well, well we'll see. I think it I think it's somewhere out there on the horizon that they're still going to do that at some point. But again they they want to you know they want to expand and, and just give so many different options to everybody. Right. So you know we see everything. We, of course we have the. uh the, uh, the Grizzlies flip-flops, which, you know, the... That manu- was a, ended up being a flop. <laughs> well, yeah, the man- well, the manufacturer screwed up, you yeah. know, the spelling on the name. So, again, that's that's not on the Grizzlies. But, uh, you know, I like the fact that they're being creative with it, and they're not just doing the same thing that all these other cities do.
1: But the, the, the fact that you combine what you, you're saying is one of the best... It's no doubt one of the best growl towels. It's one that people want to have with the mass giveaway... And the mask giveaway, maybe not as cool because it is—it probably doesn't have the Grizz logo on it. Doesn't look like it. It's just, but being in the arena tonight with everybody wearing the mask, holding up the towels, is going to be awesome.
4: You know, I, I was talking to uh, to Tyler, you know, right after our show finished, and he was saying he said it's going to be somewhere you know in between like V for Vendetta. You know, the the end yeah. scene of that of all them <laughs> and the Guy Fox Max. He said, "Just you know, some kind of weird, like you know, uh, mask of Zorro kind of thing that's, that's going on. It's going to be unbelievable, and I guarantee you, it's going to get plenty of play on ESPN and Fox and, and all the various you know media entities that are going to be covering this game."
1: And you have the folks who are going to wear their wrestling belt to the game. So you have a mask on with the wrestling belt, and it's, you're going to look like a professional wrestler. Oh, you, really are. you really are. And I mean, Memphis fans all look like it's one giant uh, wrestling stable.
4: And, and after the Grizzlies win, and again, that's 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 a win, not an if for me, you know, when they win this game tonight, you're going to see the same thing out on Bill Street, and that's just going to be just one of the all-time craziest scenes anybody on Beale's ever seen. And that's saying something.
5: Yeah.
1: All right Josh, well thanks for coming in. It's going to be an awesome night tonight. Awesome a uh, night for the fans, awesome night for for the city hopefully. Lots of lots of it on the line. Hopefully we don't get it. we don't have a disappointment tonight.
4: No, I'm I'm sure that uh Grizz Nation is going to be out in force and uh like I said, I expect the fans are going to
1: bring it. The fans are going to bring it. Absolutely. And, and the promotion team have brought it. So it's a the pressure now back on the players. Yeah.
4: And I expect expect them to come through
1: tonight. I I think so, too. All right, this is Josh Coleman, Three Shades of Blue Radio, every Saturday before us from 9 to 11. When we come back, we're going to spend a moment with Marcus. You're listening to Serena Live on Real Sports Talk, Sports 56 and 87.7
0: FM. In the morning, weekdays from 7 till 10 on Real Sports Talk, Sports 56 and 87.7 FM.
5: Are you one of many mid-Southerners who suffer from weekday boredom? Do you sit around weekday nights flipping channels on your TV while trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about trivia with Kevin Cerrito. Well, actually, that would be a little weird. Instead, just invite your friends to be on your team every week at Trivia with Kevin Cerrito. It's more than your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's an entertainment experience with weekly theme nights that will test your knowledge on a wide range of topics. Come see for yourself while Paul Ryburn's journal calls Kevin Cerrito a, quote, Trivia master. For more information on where to play weekly themes and drink specials, visit Facebook forward slash Cerrito Trivia or follow Kevin on Twitter at Cerrito. Trivia with Kevin Cerrito, the perfect prescription for weekday boredom. Warnings Side effects include winning prizes, laughing out loud, high five, and eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverages, spending quality time with friends, and dance offs. Now play Trivia with Kevin Cerrito downtown at Tampa Tap every Wednesday night from 7 to 9 and at the Green Beetle on South Main, every Thursday night from 8 to 10. Trivia with Kevin Cerrito.
0: Welcome back to Cerrito Live. Here once again is Kevin Cerrito.
1: Welcome back to the show. Any update on the leak? We don't have, see, have we seen anything? Have we been able to find anything? There's a leak at FedEx Forum. There was a leak. It's fixed now. Yeah, it'll be fixed by tonight. Tonight, there's no problem with it. Oh, it's not fixed yet. Okay, but there is a leak.
2: Uh, Report sources close to the situation say Tony Allen is on his way over there to, in fact, oh, shut okay. that water off. All right, then
1: that's a, that's good. The good good news there. Uh, this portion of the show is being brought to you by Playhouse on the Square, Memphis only professional theater located at Union and Cooper in the Overton Square Theater District. Playhouse uh, on the Square is the perfect place to take a date, CJ. Right? Can you can you uh, confirm that, CJ?
2: Yes, I can. It's a wonderful place for a date. All
1: uh, right, get get uh, more info on upcoming shows and buy your tickets at playhouseonthesquare.org. The 2015-2016 the season of plays have been announced and you can see multiple blockbuster musicals including Billy Elliot, the musical, the return of Peter Pan around the holiday season, and the regional premiere of the hit musical Memphis. That's all going on at Playhouse on the Square, playhouseonthesquare.org. Coming up for Hang Up and Listen, we're going to give away a pair of tickets to Playhouse on the Square. So if you want to take your mother there for Mother's Day tomorrow or sometime in the next couple of weeks, give it to us a gift for Mother's Day, we have that prize coming for you. We'll take your phone calls at noon. But right now, we're going to spend a moment with Mr. Sweet Tea, Mr. Selfie, Marcus Hunter. What's up, Marcus? Hello, what's <laughs> the special effects work—they work this week.
6: So, oh yeah, I know they worked. It was on time and everything. I'm very impressed.
1: Uh, it's,
6: so I told you guys, Drew was catching everything pretty quickly.
1: It's it's Memphis versus Everybody tonight.
6: Everybody, got say it right. Everybody.
1: Everybody. Am I not everybody. saying it
6: right? <laughs> you got to put a little more swag behind it, man. All right. Everybody.
1: Everybody. Yeah. Memphis versus everybody, so that's a lot of people to play one game against, and that's really what they're doing because if they're, because they're everybody, uh, everybody sorry was not they weren't very everybody hasn't been been very successful against Golden State this this season, but Memphis they turned they've already won two against this team.
6: Yeah, um, they've won two. They they that big win they got on the road um, was pretty huge. So. I don't think that Memphis has a problem going up against everybody because it seems like they've been going up against everybody all the time because, you know, Memphis doesn't get a lot of respect. So why not have that mentality like we don't get much respect unless you go against the world?
1: And so your prediction now, Grizzlies are going to win this whole thing, right?
6: I mean, the NBA Finals. <laughs> um, <laughs> right? I mean, it's set <laughs> hey, hey, it's set up. The Grizzlies
1: can get past Golden State, Marcus. It is set up for them to go to the NBA Finals because you just got to get through the Clippers or the Rockets now because San Antonio got bounced.
6: The Clippers are pretty good, man. The Clippers are pretty good. They're, the Grizz you know, match up that, well. That series, they do match up well. with the best series they had against San Antonio, I think, got them ready for a long run. So, you know, not to say that Memphis can't beat L.A., but it'll be a pretty good series. But, yeah, I mean, I like the fact that Memphis is taking home court advantage away from Golden State, and now you have these two games at home if you take care of business. But, obviously, you're in driver's seat because, you know, Charles Barkley says it all the time. A jump-shooting team is not going to win a championship. And Memphis has the kind of defensive players that can they, they can shut down or not shut down, but slow down Steph Curry and, um, and, and 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 his friend over there over there. So I mean, I think that Memphis, the way that they play, really has a shot at obviously getting past the Golden State team. But we're gonna have to see. I mean, Steph Curry and those guys are gonna come out ready to play tonight and uh, in Game Four. So it's be, If Memphis can take both of these games, they can win this series. But I think they have to take both of these at home
1: to win this series. Oh, I think absolutely. That's the thing. Like home court has never been more important because you're playing a team that's only lost at home now three times this entire season and that means they've only lost two times to teams, you know, outside of the other day. So it's it's not it doesn't look good that you can get another one in. Then you'll have the same record as the entire NBA if you're able to win two at home. To me, it's like, it's it's of the utmost importance to win every home game if you're going to win this series. No doubt about it. No doubt about. Oh, it. Oh
6: yeah, without question, I, and I'm and I'm sure the FedEx Forum is going to be rocking. It's going to be an intimidating environment. I know that, um, you know, Golden State, you know, they have a a great fan base and you know a quote unquote intimidating environment as well. But I just, you know, I, I know the folks over there in Oakland can get a little rowdy. I mean, we see that with their football team. But I'm not sure that the folks in Oakland are ready for what the folks in Memphis can bring.
1: Yeah, we, we will. Uh, we'll, we'll find out tonight. But uh, all right, Marcus. So because. The whole city's been talking grizz, 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 grizz for weeks and weeks in the excitement of Tuesday night's game. I thought we'd take a minute. We'll pause the grizz talk for a second and kind of look at some of these other headlines that have been going on that people may have missed Okay, uh, that have been happening. And one of them, hopefully you did miss it last night, because it was Memphis State's own Derrick Rose making the biggest shot he's made probably since his MVP year, right? Uh, Last night, awesome shot. Uh, to win the game against the Cleveland Cavaliers, now the Bulls up two one on the team without Kevin Love.
6: Yeah, and you know we have to call it what it was. And it was a lucky shot. What? However, <laughs> we have it was, to call it. Was, it? It, was, it was a lucky shot. That's D Rose basketball. However, okay. It was a lucky shot. However, it was a great shot for Derrick Rose. Definitely a great moment because it is it is exactly what he needs and what the city of Chicago needs, what that Chicago Bulls team needs. They need to be able to give the ball to Derrick Rose and have him step up in situations like that to have that confidence in him again and for him to have that confidence in himself again. I mean, Derrick Rose is continuing to get better and better and better um, as he plays more. And I think he's getting more confident in that need, more confident in himself and in his abilities. And I think that shot from last night is going to do nothing but make him even more confident, which is going to be very dangerous for. The rest of the NBA, especially the Cleveland Cavaliers, who found themselves down in the two-one hole in this series, and Kyrie Irving is a little banged up. So now you got to wonder: with, with Kyrie banged up, Kevin Love not playing, LeBron James can't do it by himself, and you got to wonder if by the end of this series, you're even going to see the LeBron James wearing his Cavaliers jersey as he walked out of the tunnel. Last you know, last time he played for the Cavaliers, he lost in the playoffs. The jersey was off before he left the tunnel because he was just disgusted with. Seem like more the play of his team. So this is going to be on LeBron James back again if Kyrie Irving isn't healthy, and then LeBron can't do it by himself.
1: Yeah, it it doesn't look like it's going to be a good year for for the, for the Cavs. We're going to have to wait another year, maybe, for them to No, you know, and
6: I- and, no, and that's when, and that's why you look at okay, yeah, Memphis really does have a shot. I mean, can you imagine the Chicago Bulls, uh, Memphis Grizzlies uh, NBA Finals? I mean, that would be, you know, just. Fantastic for the city of Memphis. I mean, you're gonna have Powell versus Mark. You're gonna have Derrick Rose uh, back playing in the finals against you know the Memphis Grizzlies, a team in, in, in the same building that he played in his college basketball. I mean, that would be. I mean, there, there will be some 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 great storylines for a series like that one.
0: Uh,
1: absolutely. What do you think about D Rose's face after he made that shot? <laughs>
6: I know, looking looking like, yeah, I knew it was going in the whole time, looking like I'm the man. Okay, Derek, you made the big shot. Congratulations. I I, it, I mean, who knows? He was probably just so stunned. He had right. no idea, <laughs> he had no other special expression that he could make because he made that lucky shot.
1: I, I guess so. We're so used to seeing if, if memorable shots of Derek Rose have been him screaming in pain, and now we've got him actually with a moment that he could be happy and celebratory, and he's just looking like, like, he's like, who knows what he was looking like last night? I think somebody on Twitter like, said, I'm the
6: man, I'm the man, I'm is the that man. What he, <laughs> That's what he was looking like, yeah. <laughs> like he was the man. Like I had this the whole time. Alright, dude, that was a lucky shot, but you made
1: it. Speaking of the Cleveland Cavaliers, there's this other controversial story that that was going on this week. With the that we talk about the Grizzlies and and their Game Day out Game Ops, and they do an awesome job. And and there's a lot of violence involved in the Grizzlies promotions, but there's no what could be perceived as domestic violence. There's this video that's out there. The Cleveland Cavaliers showed at one of their recent home games of. A, a guy throwing his uh, lady friend for wearing the wrong jersey, he picks her up or she jumps and he throws her and then she decides, she, okay, I'm going to wear the correct jersey and I'm going to wear this, the the jersey you want me to wear because you're the man and I've got to do that. Otherwise, you will throw me across the living room.
6: Yeah, domestic violence never something to joke about, especially in this day and age. I mean, we see what's going on. Uh, in the, uh, NFL and even the WNBA with Brittany Griner, who obviously just got married today to the same woman that she had her obfuscation with. But we see that, um, happening, uh, a lot more and more in sports. And whenever it does happen, it, it's obviously for good reason, um, you know, a big story because, I mean, the domestic violence is, is serious. It's a serious topic. And, you know, it's something, something that should never happen. But to make light about that, in an NBA arena, in front of all those fans, it was it was it was poor judgment. I don't think that they meant any harm by it. It was just poor judgment by their marketing department.
1: Right. I don't think they they may. I don't think they they had to have. have I don't know. I don't know because I, I I watched mean, they, it. I watched it. Have a go, go ahead. Ahead. I mean, I watched it knowing that it was going to be controversial. So you know, I watched it. Some people can watch it. I know CJ watched it for the first time and couldn't tell that the guy threw her. When you watch it again and you see that the guy definitely does throw her across the room and doesn't like just get out of the way. Yeah,
0: yeah I mean, when it I saw
2: it, the the video, I saw they had cut the the last part out with her sitting there with a Cavs jersey on, saying "Now I'm all in." They had cut that completely out, so I'm still looking for that video.
1: Oh, it's out there. Yeah. It's hard
6: to find. I bet she was sitting there with like a bag of ice on her
1: head. <laughs> and the voice, the voiceover says something, you know, other lines of like, "Don't do what she did," you know, "Go all in and what." Terrible, terrible video from them, but it makes you think. If you, you I always look for the Memphis spin on it, and people criticize us. We did our big rant uh, last fall, or I did, really against Rick Ross coming here for, for Memphis Madness, and. I still do not think he should have come from Memphis Madness and the curse of Rick Ross ruined the rest of the season. Uh, that's my stance. But uh, you look at, and people criticize me saying that because we're friends with Al Capone, who does the whoop that trick, and we're friends with, with Craig Brewer, who uh, you know whooped that trick, whooped that trick, that it was also offensive, and that that is something that's offensive towards women. But, the, of course, we go back to the whoop that trick being what it means is 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 whooping the guy who is buying the prostitute, uh, not the actual prostitute. So, I mean, you put that clarity uh, on that uh, for people who are concerned about that. But you do wonder, is Whoop that trick still, even if you're beating up a guy who's who's buying a prostitute, is that the appropriate thing to have in an NBA game?
6: Um, that, too, is very controversial. And it's one of those things where, I mean, even at the time, there were, you know, people even in local media in Memphis who were not really for that thing and, and didn't understand why it was something that was – celebrated at Memphis Grizzlies basketball games. But like you said, you put the I guess quote unquote real meaning behind it. You can see more of, you know, why, you know, people are over there starting whoop that trick. But at the same time, even if you're the Grizzlies, I think at this point you want to kind of stay away from anything that controversial. I mean I mean trust me, I don't think you're gonna see any whoop that trick growl towels this uh, NBA playoffs I think you I don't think you ever will. I
1: think you ever I don't think yeah. you ever will. I, I I've heard that the you know the the NBA is like kind of cut it out. You don't hear the the song "Whoop That Trick." You do hear the beat of "Whoop That Trick" sometimes at the games, but they will not play the words "Whoop That Trick" over the the loudspeaker. Pretty much, they play kind of the the hook or whatever, and they let the crowd jump in and chant it because I don't think the Grizzlies want to officially put their stamp on it, even though because some people can interpret "Whoop That Trick" in a different way. Uh, then what we? I mean, we've had Craig Brewer on, we've had Al Capone on, and they all. You know, Al Capone wrote the song. The meaning of it is, you know, you're beating up the the person buying the prostitute, not the prostitute. That's what the trick is. But it, it makes it interesting because you always gotta you get you got to think because people are gonna perceive things uh, in the wrong way. But I do think whoop that trick. I hosted Star Wars trivia the other other day, uh, Marcus over at a uh, Swine House in, in Overton Square, the Swine House, and. One of the team names, the best team name winner, actually was "Whoop That Sith." So, oh,
0: wow.
1: <laughs> so it is in the it's, it's it's a part of our DNA. It's who we are. It's something people just think "Whoop That Trick." It's just kind of become a a, a just part of 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 what Memphis is. That one best team name the other night. But uh, last topic, Marcus, that uh, we got to get into is uh, on a lighter note. This is very exciting. I don't know if the news has reached Jackson, Mississippi yet, but. Zach Morris himself is coming to the FedEx St. Jude Classic Pro Am on Monday, June eighth. Mark Paul Gossler will be playing in the FedEx St. Jude Classic.
6: Are, are, are you going to be okay? <laughs> are you going to be okay? I, I, I'm I'm concerned about you right now. Are you going to be okay? I've
1: have, I haven't made uh, the golf tournament in a few years, but that that streak is ending now. I'll be there.
6: You're gonna? Are you gonna take a selfie with Zach Morris?
1: Uh, maybe. Who knows? Do you think Look, Zach, man. Zach Morris's old phone does not have a camera on it, I don't believe?
6: No, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> Zach Morris has a uh, newer updated version you know, of the uh, Zach Morris phone. Listen, that's pretty cool, man. Uh, I mean, I think Zach Morris is going to bring out a lot of people just to come and see him because, I mean, as you know, we all grew up watching Save by the Bell, and when they had the Save by the Bell reunion, uh, it was just fantastic to watch it and just go back and, you know, just to see the cast come together again, even though... Lisa Turtle was was not a part of the reunion. That was a big fan of hers, and she was on Say by <laughs> like the Bell. But um, that's pretty cool, man. It's um, gonna be awesome. It's pretty cool. Yeah, as long as he as long as he leaves leaves Screech at home, just just leave Screech. Don't bring Screech with you.
1: I don't think he's I don't think he's bringing Screech. So of course, uh, that's that's June eighth. So I'm gonna have that night at Swinehouse in Overton Square, my new trivia spot. We're gonna have Say by the Bell trivia. So you should just come in, take off work that day, Marcus. Uh, go to the Saint Jude Classic and come play Say By The Bell trivia with me at Swinehouse that day.
6: Hey, that sounds like a great idea because you know I think I would be pretty good at Say By The Bell trivia. Give me a trivia question right now and let's see if I can get it.
1: Give you one right now. Yeah. Uh, right now. When the gang forgets about Screech's birthday, where do they hold his birthday party?
6: Nice. You oh, had that uh, already ready. When they forget about Screech's birthday, where do they hold his party? Um... Did they hold it at, um, at, um, um, uh, what, what's the person's house? Chuckie the person's G.
1: House? No, do you need me to give you choices, Marcus? Do you need me to give yeah, you... give me choice. I, I, you give I me need choice. to give, uh, give you choices?
6: Yes, yeah, give me a choice.
1: All right, your your choices are, uh, the max, the Mall, or Mr. Belding's office? It was
6: Mr. Belding's office.
1: It's Mr. Belding's office.
6: I knew it was something strange. That's why I said uh, uh, a telecomaposite's house because I knew it wasn't yeah, Mr. Building's office. Yeah.
1: So there you go. Say about the Bell Trivia June 8th at, at Swinehouse the same day that Mark Paul, Zach Morris himself will be in Memphis for the FedEx St. Jude Classic. All right. Just
6: see if you can get him over there to co-host or at least make a guest appearance. that would be fantastic.
1: Yeah, we got to work on that. We're also trying to get Mr. Cooper in to talk about the Golden State Warriors.
6: I mean, Mr. Belting is a friend of the show. Call him up and see oh, what he can do.
1: Mr. Belting probably knows Mr. Cooper from their fictional uh, high school conventions.
6: <laughs> well, he probably knows
1: Jack Morris as well. All right, there we go. Well, it's all going to come together. All right, Marcus. Everybody follow him on Twitter and Instagram at Marcus underscore underscore Hunter. We'll talk to you next week, Marcus.
6: All right, be good,
1: guys. All right, that's Marcus Hunter. When we come back, we're going to play Hang Up and Listen. First caller gets $10 to ease and $5 to TCBY. The phone number is 360-8255. Toll free, 888-360-8255. We're playing Hang Up and Listen next. You're listening to Street Alive on Real Sports Talk, Sports 56 and 877-FM.
0: Your home for the Ole Miss Rebels. Sports 56 WHBQ Memphis and 87.7 FM WPGFLP Memphis. A Flynn Broadcasting Station.